Hello. Hey, Fit Fam. You have got Laura here with episode, I want to say number 14 of Bikini Things. This is going to be a brief episode. I am working really hard to get a lot of awesome guests lined up. I've got everything from growth mindset to injuries and sports and IFBB pros and some of my favorite guests um, that have been on a couple times. So bear with me. There's a lot of a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, Labor Day weekend kind of threw off routine for a lot of people, a lot of people out of town, just kind of getting back into things. So got a lot of great content coming up for you guys. But I did want to hop on today, this week, and get you some some things to think about, um, put, a, put a little episode out there. And so the thing I'm going to be talking about today is getting your mind right for prep. This is not something that's necessarily that easy to do, to transition. I'm currently in my first week of prep. If you don't follow me on social media, uh, you have not seen all of my obnoxious posts and (laughs) everything I've been sharing about how excited I am to be starting prep for my next show. I'm going to be competing right now. The plan is to do December 1st, Tournament of Champions with Muscle Contest and also to do the December 8th Muscle Contest, which is the Excalibur, the last show of the year. Um, It's a great show. I've never competed in it. So I'm very, very excited. I'm very excited to be prepping again and just to see the results of my hard work over the last nine months. But it is a transition to go from having a little more freedom in wiggle room, depending on what you're doing in your off-season, into prep. So I wanted to share with you guys, I've got five tips and strategies that I've been really trying to implement And if I haven't been actually implementing them, um, I know I need to. So I'll kind of talk you through them. So the first one is that you need to eat, live, breathe positivity while you are on prep. (laughs) Positivity is the only thing that will get you through it. If you can't be positive and keep yourself out of a negative mindset, you're really, really going to struggle. So whatever you've got to do to get there for me, I have a lot of podcasts that I love that lift me up. Um, I listen to regularly, so that's one thing that I do. I am also a huge fan of EDM music, and for me, I love that when I'm listening to cardio, or when I'm doing my cardio, excuse me, I love listening to EDM when I'm doing cardio, but even when I'm at work, if I need a little pick-me-up, sometimes I'm in the right mood for it, and it will just get get the positive mojo going. So whatever you need to do, whether it's meditating, whether it's reading positive, uplifting quotes, um, reading, podcast, music, surrounding yourself with positive people, you have just got to be really, really vigilant about where your mindset is at because what you um, project is what you will get. So if you're putting out there this very negative energy mindset all along the way, you're not going to have a successful outcome. You can't, you can't have a successful outcome out of a, a negative Um, unsuccessful journey. So you've really, really got to do your best to stay positive in whatever, in whatever form that takes. And, you know, I've shared the things I like, but everyone's different. So whatever it is for you, you got to embrace the positive vibes, the positive energy, and really just try to internalize it. And then the next tip is to de-stress and declutter your life for the duration of your prep. So for me, what that looks like. Um, And so these are two separate things, actually. Uh, I want to be really clear. So de-stress is very important because cortisol, our stress hormone, pretty much prevents fat burning. So you need to be very aware 
and in tune with your body's stress, your overall stress level to make sure that your prep is effective and you are making the most out of your diet and exercise. Because if you are dieting and exercising, but you are too wound up, you are too um, <laughs> too tightly wound, you are not going to lose the body fat you're expecting. And what you can end up doing is totally burning out your body because you're stressed and your cortisol is high and your body will just refuse to burn that body fat. So if you are not aware of your own stress level, you're going to set yourself up for failure. So whatever you've got to do to keep that stress down, you know, meditation, um, taking the time to do relaxing things like get massages, or if you have like a hot tub for me at my old apartment complex had a really nice pool and hot tub and I would go sit in that in the evenings and it felt very relaxing. So whatever you've got to do, um, you know, spending some quiet time each weekend to just relax, maybe before the week, uh, whatever you've got to do to handle your work stress, it's very, very important that you keep your cortisol low, you keep yourself uh, happy in a good place emotionally so that you're not ending up in a spot where you're doing tons of cardio, you're eating very little, and your body absolutely refuses to burn its fat stores because your stress hormones are too high. So just being aware and in tune with how you're doing every day, very important. And as part of de-stressing, I call it decluttering your life. So now is the time where I'm taking my busy full schedule and I'm starting to whittle down to only the essential things and the things that maybe before were nice to do or I felt like I should be doing, uh, those things kind of got to go. So I got to get that stuff out of my life. I got to be happier with laying low on the weekends. And to be honest, I'm kind of excited for it. I, I do tend to overbook myself. And so prep gives me a really nice excuse to just say no to a lot of things, things that I want to do, things that my friends or loved ones may want me to do. I'm getting rid of that should. I should be doing this. I should do that. I'm getting rid of that. And I'm just saying, nope, all I need to do on the weekends is make sure I'm getting my cardio and my workouts in. I'm doing my meal prep. And maybe I'm also spending a little bit of time outside of posing, whatnot, a little bit of time, maybe foam rolling, focusing on my recovery, sneaking a massage here and there if I can, but really, really trying to do the least <laughs> instead of doing the most, try to do the least for a little while. Um, I've deleted all my dating apps. That's a, that's a step for me. And I'm also just really focused on all of these little excursions, trips, stuff like that, that I may want to do at some point. The next three months for me is not the time to do them. So really focusing on your priorities, really looking through your schedule and your commitments and really whittling down to what is, what is the minimum amount of stuff I need to do. And taking that, taking that time to really reflect on what's going on with your life, what can you cut out, what's most important. Are there commitments you can say no to? Are there, are there things where you can just try to find more downtime if you don't have a lot of that? And really, really declutter your life. And also even just physically decluttering your space can feel kind of good too. So um, I'm going to take some time, purge a bunch of my stuff. That always feels nice. Um, that's not necessarily related to prep as much, but it does feel good um, for me cleaning, having an organized physical space at work, at home, 
makes me feel more organized and in control of my surroundings and overall less stressed. And then the third tip that I think is a big important thing for prepping is taking a little bit of time to plan and reevaluate your budget. For bikini girls, we've got a lot of expenses that we got to think about. Uh, let's talk about the five, $600 bedazzled suit that you're going to need. Those posing heels, uh, your coach, maybe a posing coach. Uh, on show day, you're going to have the makeup, the hair, the tan, the nails, all that stuff. So taking a little bit of time maybe to plan out your spending is a huge tip. Um, one of the things I'm going to do, I'm probably going to invest in some really nice extra long hair extensions this season. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to have some custom clip-ins made, but those are not cheap. I already had a set of really nice Remy clip-ins that match my hair color. And I wanted to say those were between $120 and $180 last season. My hair has gotten longer. I want even more of that ridiculous, unattainable horse hair look. So I talked with one of my girlfriends that's a hairstylist and she was saying, I could get the actual hair, have someone sew the clips in, make them for me. Uh, It's a longer lead time item, so it's something I need to plan ahead for. And it's also going to be an expense. I'm going to need to buy the supplies for it. I'm going to need to pay the girl to put them together for me. So that's something I'm going to budget for. I'm also going to be getting at least one or two new Toxic Angels bikini suits. And I am going through uh, my swatches right now. I'm trying to decide which colors to go with. Um, (laughs) if you guys have suggestions, feel free to DM me. I've asked for feedback about a thousand times. I think so far the winner, uh, or the front runner is red, like a pure, pure red, which I'm excited for. I love red. It's a great color. Um, and those aren't, you know, those are not cheap suits. Suits are expensive. They can run anywhere from probably a minimum of two or $300 to anywhere to like six, $700. So you got to plan for all of this stuff. So taking time to reevaluate your budget. Um, one thing that I'll do periodically is just, you know, list out all your expenses, any reoccurring charges you have on your credit cards, things like that. Um, you may be able to identify some areas where you can cut back a little bit too if prep is a little bit burdensome financially. Things like, um, you know, massage memberships or, Um, those goodie boxes that ship monthly, like there's snacks and makeup and coffee and, um, razors and anything under the sun now comes in a box where they just charge your credit card once a month. And so little sort of, um, not frivolous, but sort of not necessary purchases. Like those are sort of nice to have things going through your budget, taking stock of those, getting rid of anything you don't necessarily need might be a good idea while you're on prep because it is a very spendy time period. You've got to get your MPC card. You've got to pay your show fees. So all that stuff, really, really important. Highly recommend taking the time to sit down, think through your budget, and you will thank yourself later. The next tip that I have is visualize your success the entire way through the journey. But especially at the beginning, start getting in the practice of visualizing yourself on stage, being stage lean shredded as ever and rocking it and winning if you know if that's your goal um for me my goal is always to win so I'm always imagining myself with that tiara on my head at the end of the day um 
But this is something that high level athletes, people who are very successful always say you got to visualize it for it to happen. So for me, what I like to do is really during my cardio. That's the time where I really visualize it. Maybe a little bit during my lift, but to be honest, when I lift, I do really try to focus on the muscle contraction, the engagement. I really try to be present in the physical motion of what I'm doing. Whereas cardio, you are just pushing yourself as hard as you possibly can for the duration of, you know, whatever you're doing that day. And, and so that's a time for me, especially, uh, the spin bike is one that really gets me tuned in. I used to teach spin back in grad school and something about being on a spin bike, because you're just on a bike, you're pushing as hard as you freaking can. And nothing goes better with spin than some really fast paced, loud EDM music that can be really catchy and uplifting. So for me, I'll hop on there. Sometimes I'm also doing quite a bit of running. But either way, cardio is a time for me where I get that music in, I get going, and I imagine myself shredded, looking amazing, looking a way I've never looked before. Because to be honest, when I when I prep this season, I don't know what I'm going to look like yet. I've taken nine months, I've put on a good amount of muscle, and I'm really, really excited to see the results. But I don't fully know what I'm going to look like yet. So in my mind, I'm trying to fill in that gap, and I'm trying to imagine that winning physique on myself. I'm trying to imagine myself in the color suit (laughs) that I'm going to win that tiara in. And I'm imagining myself doing my routine flawlessly with oodles of confidence and walking away with that tiara on my head. And I'm imagining all of that the entire way through prep. So whatever you can do to really tap into, you know, it's, it's positivity, but it's also getting your head in the game and and being willing to be competitive and push yourself to strive to win. I think a lot of girls go into shows to compete and they just want to see if they can do it. And and that's not a bad motivation, but for me, (laughs) I am a competitive enough person where I always want to win. I want to win. And it's based on your physique. So when you show up, the work is kind of done, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to spend every single day that I'm preparing thinking about walking away a winner. So you don't, you don't have to, you know, be running through your routine in your head while you're doing your cardio, but whatever you can do to just maybe spend a minute every day, just visualizing how you want yourself to look, how you imagine you could look, how, how amazing you're going to look doing your routine and tap into that a little bit. And finally, my last tip to get your head in the game for prep and get your mind right is to find joy in the process and really try to appreciate the little things in your life during prep. Because as I mentioned, this is the time to declutter, to de-stress, to try to do less and not more in terms of your overall life and schedule, excuse me, and you want to learn to appreciate little things because all of a sudden things like food and drinks and a lot of these social settings are sort of gone. And so while you can't necessarily go out with your family and friends and go celebrate with beers or pizza, you can spend time with your loved ones and truly enjoy their company and enjoy the conversation and 
spend your time focusing on other things. Like, what is this person I'm spending time with? What do they actually have to say? How are they truly feeling? What emotions are they going through? What's going on in their life? And can I be really present there and, and find enjoyment out of just company or things that are a little bit more simple? You know, can we go get coffee together, like a black coffee instead of uh, pizza, beers, whatever it is, and just enjoy the company in that type of way and, and finding enjoyment out of watching yourself make progress and pushing yourself harder than you thought you could. Finding joy in the little successes and the progress along the way is what's going to help keep you motivated throughout your prep and throughout your journey. And, and so some of it is really just retraining your mindset in terms of what makes me happy, what brings me fulfillment and enjoyment. And I think trying to live life in a more simple, appreciative, grateful type of way will make you feel a lot better throughout the prep. Like you don't need to be taking elaborate vacations or spending money on expensive clothes or jewelry or whatever this, you know, whatever it is, or going out to eat all the time at fancy restaurants and drinking and all this stuff. Um, Focusing on, you know, did you hit a new PR on one of your lifts? Or are you seeing a vein in your arm that maybe you've never seen before? That's a big success. And And just truly trying to enjoy the company of others rather than superficial things or um, things that are kind of fleeting. I think of, you know, food and like mouth pleasure, basically. Those are all very fleeting things. And people who get a lot of enjoyment or I would argue like an over overly or they're overly attached to that enjoyment from food. I think it's very superficial and I think it's very fleeting. I'm sure people could look at competitors and whatnot and say that's the superficial way to live but I think um, the enjoyment you ultimately get out of food it's not um, it's not lasting and it's not anything that can bring you um, true contentment it's really like a very hedonic type of pleasure um, and and it's not something that I don't know it's going to keep you warm at night so Finding joy in things that are a little bit more lasting, whether it's like an uplifting book or a podcast or spending true quality time with your friends, your significant other, your family members, and and trying to find joy in the simpler pleasures in life and just company of people, I think is something that adds a lot of happiness to your life. And, and I did my episode last week about loneliness and competing. And that's going to be huge during prep. You're going to feel isolated. You're going to feel lonely. But if you can learn to value and look for and appreciate things that are really important, like connections with people and little progress along the way, Um, you know, little changes in your physique, little changes in your mindset, those those things will ultimately bring you more happiness than a lot of the things that I think we we seek out when we're not restricted, when we're not on prep and just generally in our day-to-day lives, like food and drinks and all that stuff. It's all very fleeting. So reminding yourself that this prep journey is voluntary. Nobody, (laughs) nobody is twisting your arm to compete in a bodybuilding show. It's something you signed up for. It's something you are hopefully doing because you love and recognize that 
there's a lot of people out there that do not get to prep or cannot prep for a multitude of reasons. Uh, For me personally, I had a period of about three years where I wanted to compete, but I could not. And for me, it's made my drive to compete that much stronger, or I believe it's made it that much stronger because I had this period of three years where I was working in groundwater remediation and I was doing a ton of traveling, a lot of field work, did not have guaranteed lunch breaks or restrooms available because I could be out in the middle of nowhere. And there's no way you can ensure that you're drinking a gallon and a half of water when there's no restrooms available and you're out in the desert in the middle of the summer and you're just trying not to get heat stroke. Like you can't, you can't really make that lifestyle work. Um, I, I did not have guaranteed weekends to prep food, uh, trying to find meal delivery services in random small towns all over the country would have been really, really impossible. And just to have the energy to exercise and have access to those facilities. There are some little towns I would stay in that didn't have gyms that were open past five o'clock and and we could be working until seven, eight o'clock at night um, and in the morning. And it just, it would have been impossible. I don't think, I don't think anybody in that job that I had could have really prepped for a bodybuilding competition and, and done it justice in any way. So I had this period of three years where I had this goal where I kind of knew in my heart from about 2014 to, I don't know, I guess end of 2016, where I I thought to myself, I really want to compete. I guess really it was like 2013. So 2013 to 2016, I really want to compete. I really want to do this, but I don't feel like I can. Uh, Life is throwing me some curveballs, but I'll just keep this goal in my heart. And along the way, I'll see if I can change something about my circumstances to make this happen. And I was fortunate enough to find a job where I had regular hours. I had a good work-life balance and I did about a month or two of lifting on my own. And then I said, okay, now is the time I'm going to go for it. And, and I'm really appreciative in some ways for those three years, because I think my drive and my motivation is just kicked up to another level because I could not do it for three years. And so I think had I been able to start right out of grad school, I don't know if I would have taken it as seriously as I am now, um, because now I kind of have this chip on my shoulder where I feel like I'm in some ways making up for lost time, but beyond my own circumstances, there are a lot of people that cannot afford to prep that maybe have, you know, young children or lots of demands in their personal life where trying to do a competition would be extremely selfish or they just can't make it work with their personal circumstances. You know, you have maybe illness, you have a sick family member, or you're going through a tough time with your spouse. Now those are not the time to start preps. It's just going to, just going to create a lot more conflict in your life. So recognizing that not everyone gets to do this, you're doing this voluntarily and you are doing it because you love it, I believe will help you find more joy in the process. And when you are struggling, try to remind yourself of that. I I try to do the same when I feel like I'm struggling, remind myself, I do this because I love it and not, not everyone gets to do this. Just a couple of years ago, I was dreaming about doing this. I was dreaming about prepping for a show and now I'm actually doing it and I have amazing support behind me. And how lucky am I that I get to live in, in Southern California, which is pretty much the epicenter of fitness and bodybuilding. And I get to do this and I get to go after my dreams. Not, not everyone gets to do that. So really counting your blessings, 
finding that joy, finding that contentment, that's what's going to help get you through the, the tough times of prep. I think that's all I've got for you guys. This was just a short little episode. I wanted to hop on here, but um, I'm going to be hitting some people up, getting stuff on my calendar. I've already got plenty of new episodes in the work, so it's just getting them coordinated. And I'm really, really excited to bring more stuff for you guys. I'm also going to be traveling to Olympia in about a week. And that's another time where I think I'll have an opportunity to interview a lot of people. I'm so, so excited. This is my first Olympia working. Um, I'll be at the mutant booth. So if you guys are there, definitely come say hi to me. I want to meet you. I want to talk fitness, bodybuilding, supplements. Um, I'm super excited. And again, go subscribe to Bikini Things on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Follow bikini underscore things on Instagram. And my personal Instagram is chick, C-H-I-C, in sneakers. So like, follow. And if you guys have topics you want to hear about, shoot me a DM. Leave me a comment. I will get back to you. Thanks for listening. That's all, folks.